Hey, you guys, it's Tammy. It's certainly been a while. I'm laying here in the bed and listening to the wind outside. Just some of the, um, some of the wind that's coming off the Hurricane Ian, Ian that, um, today went across Florida. It's going to come up the coast and come back in somewhere in the Carolinas. And as I was traveling home from work this afternoon, you seen where all the pine cones had fell down and all the limbs had fell down and, you know, all the debris and the yards. And the Lord reminded me of how we're a vine and he is the vine dresser, you know, and and how he will prune us. And when he's pruning us, I don't see that he goes in and, you know, cuts through the nice green limbs coming off of us, off of our vines. I see him... I see him going in and shaking our vine and kind of like the wind from the hurricane does to the trees. The things that come out of the trees with these large winds, most of the time, it's all the stuff that's weighing that tree down, that that tree is has already, the limbs have already started to die. Um, pine cones, um, they fall off anyway. So it's really just a healing process and a cleaning of that tree. And yes, some trees, some trees are knocked over. You know, some trees, that storm is an end of life for them. And that happens. You see people all the time that are under stressed and they don't recover. Um, and I see that as a tree that doesn't have Christ. Because if we have Christ in our life, He is only going to remove the unnecessary things in our life. He would never remove are necessary things. He will always give us our daily to sustain and to have life. He would never remove that from us. But the unnecessary things, He will purge from our life. You see, sometimes when we get our priorities all out of whack, and I'm talking to me here because my priorities have been out of whack. When that happens, we start putting more attention on the things that we really shouldn't be giving that attention 
And when we do that, our attention comes off of Christ. And he is a jealous God. Not jealousy like ownership, even though he does own us. Not jealous like all to himself and that is it. But jealousy because he died on the cross for us. He gave himself in human form for our sins. And we are bought with the price of that blood. So when we ignore our time with him, he is, he's got to feel ignored. Just like when our own children ignore us and neglect us. So I say take a look around and when you see things, when you see things fall to the ground, people say, oh my goodness, I got to go pick these pine cones up. Oh, look at all this. Look at all these leaves on the ground. Look at all this trash in the yard. Think about the process. All that falls out of the tree. The tree looks stronger. There's none of those half broken limbs and debris in the tree. That strong wind's cleaned it out. If the tree is very weak and it needs to be removed, that strong wind will lay it over. It's just something. It's just something that I thought about today. Sometimes I think um, that's how the Lord speaks to us in these little things that we see. He reminds me when I do things that I shouldn't be doing. You know, when I'm spending time somewhere else instead of spending time with Him. He reminds me why I have a voice. Why I have a voice and what I should be doing with it. I should be praising him. I should be telling people about him. My podcast should be about him. I'm going to say a prayer for us. Father, I thank you so much for helping me focus on you. I thank you for the things that you allow me to see that remind me of you. Father, forgive me for all the time that I've neglected you. Father, I pray that you will show me daily. Show me daily the favor in my life. Lord, remind me of why I'm here. Remind me of my purpose is to live for you. Live for you to 
tell people about you. Lord, I am so thankful for all that you do. Lord, I praise your holy name. Father, help me to lean to you. Draw me near. Give me strength. and Let me stand fast for you. Father, there's so many people with this storm that needs prayer. Lord, I pray that you will help each and every one. I pray that you will help the um, the people that go down and help with the relief, Lord. I pray that you'll keep them safe. I pray for people's animals and pets, Lord, because sometimes they get displaced. I pray that they will find their families. I pray for any any of the people that are missing, Lord, that you that they'll be found and they'll be healthy. Lord, I pray for our nation as a whole. We are no longer a Christian nation, Lord. And I pray that you will help us to change that. Lord Jesus, you are the love of my life. And I know that you'll direct me in the way you want me to go. And I just thank you for that assurance. In Jesus' name I pray. Guys, certainly there's a a Jesus that died for us. And if you don't know him, all you have to do is call to him. All you have to do is believe that he died for you. He died for your sins. He was placed in a tomb and he walked out in three days. He was seen by hundreds of people after his death. He ascended into heaven, and he sits at the right hand of the Father. He will return one day to take his children home to heaven, because there is an eternity, and there's only two places that eternity can be spent. You'll spend it in heaven with the Father, or you will spend it in hell. You make your decision. Thank you for listening. Good morning. I haven't haven't spoke anything in a while. Um, not that I've been too busy. It's just I've had my head wrapped around a lot of different things happening in my life. Uh, most of y'all know about um, my house that's being built and it's wearing me out. Um, I met somebody that I really like and that's been um, it's been a lot of peace, but it's been different. Um, one thing is that he challenges me spiritually and that's uh, that's very very exhilarating that somebody would want to talk that kind of depth you know man and woman I've just never had that before so that's been something I've been spending a lot of my time on but yesterday we we looked at um, Goliath and all the different angles and uh, we listened to several 
preachers and several statements and all about David and Goliath and Saul and it was um it it kind of just spoke to my spirit and I wanted to I wanted to give you a little insight and it let me know that some giants will not fall for you okay uh, you're not equipped to take them out and it's not a sign of weakness it's a sign of that's not your giant that's not your job you're um, you're in the way really of somebody else that the Lord has equipped to remove that giant so if we look at the story of David you know um, he obeys his dad and he takes some he takes some snacks to his brother out on the battlefield to his brothers and um, Goliath is coming out every morning and every evening and he's just cursing God and he's just you know taunting Saul and and all the um, army there and, and nobody's doing anything about it and David's like oh my goodness are y'all just going to keep letting him talk like that well Saul was the leader at this time and I, I wonder what all was going through Saul's head. Was he petrified? Was he scared to death? Did he feel defeated? Was he not hearing from the Lord? Was he in the way? Or was he just a, a just a, a card holder until David came along? Because David was equipped. David was ready for the challenge on his own terms, with his own resources. You know, he didn't accept what Saul was trying to give him, the armor and everything. He, he couldn't do it that way. He had to do it with what he had and what he knew who worked with. And that just spoke to my spirit so, because I am, I am bad to take on a battle that I am really not equipped for. And I do it out of love. To help someone but sometimes when you do something out of love to help somebody that's not your place you end up inflicting pain on yourself and it all comes from discernment it's another study that I've been doing on discernment we need to we need to practice and we need to develop our discernment so we know so we know what our purpose is and we know who our giants are and we know how to be successful with them so I just want you to think about that there's a whole army there could have anybody tried to take the life out had anybody it's not written that anybody did they just kind of sat around and listened even the leader just sat around and listened and a poor shepherd boy, boy came out of the field to bring some, some drink and snacks to his brother. And he ends up going in and killing Goliath. He was equipped. He listened to the Lord. He had discernment. He felt that was his job. And he just knew that if he went out there with what he had, what the Lord had equipped him with, that he would be victorious.
So let's see who our, our giants are. Our job. It's okay to help somebody. But you can't kill their giant. If it's not your purpose to do that. But if we each take care of our giants. If we each work on our own. We can be victorious. With the Lord. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for this that you placed in my spirit. And Father, I pray that everyone that hears this today, tomorrow, or whenever, that this will resonate through their spirit and help them understand. If they're an overachiever, like I have been called before, Lord, that they will focus on their discernment and their job and not everybody else's. And if they're sedentary and they're laid back and they don't worry about nothing, Lord, let them let them realize, let the discernment in their spirit tell them they have a job, they have a purpose, and let them do what they're supposed to do. We all have we all have a job in Christ and we need to do it. I thank you so much for everything you do for me in my life. I thank you for all my friends and family. I thank you for all the people who hear this. Lord, I pray that if they don't know you, Lord, that they will accept you. That you will reveal yourself to them. And they will have no denying that you are real. That you came. That you died on a cross to atone for our sins. And that you rose again on the third day. And you're sitting in heaven. And that you're an advocate for us. And that you cover us in your blood when we accept you. Father, I pray this for all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.